Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Mindset and Manifesting podcast. Today, I have a special guest, and her name is Amanda uh, Monier, right? You just told me. it. So we just recently met her. We had a phone conversation, what, like a week or two ago? maybe like a week and a half ago yeah 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 and um it was so nice to connect with somebody else because honestly i'm such a um i'm such a loner um and just going through this whole process of awakening and all the things that i've been through in the past three years there's a lot of solitude involved in that so it's nice to touch base and Amanda actually reached out to me, so I'm excited to have her on the episode today. And we are, I'm going to have her discuss um, sort of what she's been experiencing lately. And, um, you know, I'll chime in here and there, but I'm really going to let Amanda take the reins and just give you guys a different perspective. You're always hearing my perspective about my experiences. So uh, let's talk about Amanda's experiences today, and I'm sure you guys will get something, some valuable information from her. All right, so Amanda, take it away. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Lena, for having me. I'm so honored and grateful to be here and just that we were able to connect and I can already just feel like, yeah, you're just a beautiful person. So I always love connecting with people that, you know, it's kind of like that instant, like, yes, you get excited. So thank you so much for, for having me first and foremost. Um, and I guess I'll just start with maybe giving like people a little bit about me, just a little, little snippet, kind of what led me to doing what I'm doing now. And, you know, we all, all probably, if you're listening, I'm sure you had your own experience with spiritual awakening and, you know, the, the roller coaster, the ups and downs. And so it can be definitely a a journey. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I actually was in law enforcement prior to shifting into this work, I do holistic healing work and I, and foundationally, like if I have to, I don't like shoving things into like a a small, you know, sentence, but I really help people connect with their essence and themselves and really learn how to shift things from their own source connection and tapping into their own inner alignment, their authenticity and what it is they came here to do. And I, I, really would consider myself as more of a mentor, a guide, and just able to really hold space for people. And it's just so important for us to really call back our power, embody our power and our own intuition, our own knowing, because there's so many things out there that can really just kind of pull on those threads that really can kind of get us confused in these things, as I've learned um, on my journey, can be very subtle. So about six, six and a half years ago, I think, yeah, I I, I was in law enforcement for about six years and I left about a year ago. So I did that and I had my spiritual awakening while I was a probation officer. So it was a very interesting experience for me because it's a very masculine dominated field. (laughs) And, And one thing I've been working on is really, really stepping in embodying more of my feminine, because I realized the inversions that have been kind of placed on this planet, as far as kind of hardening the feminine. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's been a very beautiful experience, but yeah, we talked about that, about the divine feminine, because if I mean, I'm uh, not law enforcement, but just from a business aspect, that's where I was too. Like always go, 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 go. 
Um, and I'm starting to tap into the divine feminine now. It's like a completely different. It. I don't even know how to explain. It's just like a like this softening. I have never. I'm 51 years old now, and I have never felt it to this extent. So I really get that. Yeah. I likewise. It's so like the words that come to mind are just juicy, surrendering, <laughs> receiving, just flowing. It's such yeah. a different energy than what we are ingrained to do as we're growing up. It's, it's fascinating. And maybe we can get into a little bit more of that too. So, so yeah, when I had this initial experience to where I, I'd always kind of questioned things and I, and this is where we'll kind of go back to like, it's like, you always know those inner nudges since I was little, I always just felt like something was missing mm-hmm. all the information that was there. And I just knew there was like this thing that I just knew was so expansive and like out there, but I didn't quite know how to explain it because of all the, all the things that I had been told to believe about myself and the things I chose to believe about myself. So when I had this initial experience, it was, it was due to, i had had this breakup and this man and I, it was a very intense soul connection. And then we broke up and it was what someone referred to as maybe a dark night of the soul, just that initial catalyst. And it was this moment when I couldn't escape the density any longer. Yeah. <laughs> I had no choice. It was art. It was all up there. And it was just this, it was, I tried to escape it. Cause I was like, oh my gosh, I got to start dating again. Like it was anything that I could do to not pause and feel what was showing up for me and in my body, because it was so heavy and so painful. Yeah. I started really just asking questions and reading books and anything and everything that I could get my hands on to give me some perspective on what was happening because I didn't believe that life was meant to be this suffering, painful experience that I had experienced up until this point. Yeah. So it was very interesting kind of moving through this journey, the following several years in this career because if, when I had started in law enforcement, if someone would have been like, well, will you do this forever? I would have been like, absolutely. But a couple of years before I left, I knew, I just knew that I was not going to be doing that forever and for not much longer as well. So I kind of hid in the spiritual closet though. I didn't really want to be seen. I didn't, it felt so terrifying to me to go out there and be like, this is me. Take it or leave it. It was terrifying to me. Yeah. You know, real quick, it's interesting you mentioned that because we had discussed before um, we got here on the call some things I've been going through this week. And I actually already I recorded um, the last episode for this month. And I talked about um, I think it's going to go up after this episode, but I talked about um having what was it uh the like having the courage to meet your soul do or do it no doing the internal work so as you do the internal work you really have to have that courage to like meet your soul because that's really what you're doing through this process you are meeting yourself your soul takes a lot a lot of courage and you don't just do it once it's over and over and over again. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like these, these, these experiences and kind of ups and downs, and then you can go deeper and deeper. Cause the way I would explain it from my experience is that all of the, the lies, the illusions, the density, the stories, the characters that I played, they all had to like, they, in their own time, they came up to the surface so I could acknowledge and choose something else so that I could release it. And that something else is simply just embodying more of my innate essence, my development, more of who I truly am so that I'm actually stepping into my highest and into my soul's alignment so that I can move about life in the way that feels good and free rather than like bound to all these shoulds and the different things that, again, that we place on ourselves or that are placed on us, like they simply aren't true. Anything that constrictive, painful, just kind of soul sucking stuff, (laughs) simply not true. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. So why did you not want to come out of the spiritual closet? I was terrified of judgment of, of other people judging me. And it was actually like deeper than that. It was like, I had not fully come home to myself. And so there was judgment on who I was. I had, there was a part of me that was judging myself and that felt like I had this moment when I was in like a meditation and it was my little inner child, my little girl, cause I, inner child work is just so beautiful by the way. Um, and I had this experience where she was like, my light's too bright. I need to dim it. I need to like put on this costume because I can't shine my light. I can't glow. I can't outshine others. I can't be beautiful. I can't be seen. It's not safe. And so there were all these sorts of things. And once she was ready, it was like this costume got unzipped is how it was shown to me. And like, it came off and she was finally this part and aspect of me was finally able to really just be like, okay, let's do this. And it doesn't matter what others think. It first matters how I feel and what I feel about myself. And it's coming back to this place of self-love. It's so foundational and we hear it often, but I think until we understand it at like a cellular level and not with the mind, it's so different because we we often hear it's like, oh, self-love practices, self-love this, self-love that. But it's so much deeper, I feel, than this, like the affirmations and the mental constructs. And it's this almost like this embodiment of love for yourself. And it's this, it is, it does have like components of surrender to it as well. Yeah. And getting over that fear. When, when I first started um, my journey, one of the big things for me that I talked about quite often, like on my blog was um, authenticity and that fear and um like just getting over it like you say so you just have to choose right some you you just have to choose to step out of that fear and be completely authentic no matter what anybody says I went through similar things when I was younger I never really did inner child work you know despite the abuse and all the other stuff that I went through but I now understand that a lot of that was carried from previous uh, incarnations um past lives um but as a really young child, I was afraid to be myself because I, I always felt like 
not that I was better than anybody else, but my the, my thinking was so so much different than the way other people thought. Definitely beyond a child's age, and even some adults. So I was I got to the point where I just shut down and I stopped really speaking my truth or what I knew innately because. I was fearful of being judged as well. So I totally get that. Different different circumstances or um, uh, experiences, because again, I didn't do the inner child work on myself. Um, so I didn't come, um, come out of that fear that way, but um, still, you know, got past that fear of judgment. So. Yeah. And, and one of the things that I, that has helped me immensely is when, because the, sometimes we're told when these things come up, it's like, oh, we'll do something to distract yourself. Just find something to do, or we get into the busy mode. But one thing that has immensely helped me shift out of these things is like meeting it and acknowledging mm-hmm. it yeah. and allowing the pause to sit there in that uncomfortability and meet that part and just send it love or whatever is needed whatever it's being, you know, whatever I'm being guided to do, because that actually allows the dissolving of the attachment and the unconsciousness from what is happening inside the body or the energy field. So it's, it's very powerful for us to, you know, maybe even place a hand on the heart and presence the breath and just like allow what is showing up rather than stuffing it back down. Because when we stuff it back down, it's still running in the background and it's still a part of your energy field. And so it's going to more likely than not show back up yep. so it's- or even looking from out or looking for answers outside of the self as to what's going on that's important too there's nothing outside that's going to give you an answer more so than you know going within yep absolutely and i i found that out the hard way too <laughs> i always i've come to like really appreciate the lessons but sometimes we go on these little journeys to when it's like we go on these external journeys when really the journey of being a human is just coming home to self. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You could have saved so much time, right? If you had just on this journey, if you had known better, well, I wouldn't have gone searching. I would have just sat still on my couch or on the chair for, you know, however long I needed to. So you're right. It all comes back. It all comes back to you. So like in scripture, when it talks about, um, uh, the 40 years in the desert, it's the same kind of thing. You know, you can spend a lifetime just running around the circles and looking things for externally um, when all you really need to do is just come back to yourself. Yeah. The way that it's been shown to me is that we're just a unique expression of God mm-hmm. have a unique soul frequency. So instead of because the separation templates on this planet are meant to keep us in fear and to keep us separate from this like amazing, beautiful essence that is us because it's God source universe, whatever word you use to describe this beautiful thing. It's like allowing it to come through us and being in that energy and being one with that energy. And that's for me been the most expansive thing on this journey is really understanding that at a deeper level that I'm not separate and I don't have to, there's nothing that I even have to do. It's all about comes back to this presence, but we're taught to go 10 steps ahead or 
to do this thing or to get our, you know, 10 step to do list going or get that job. It's going to be better when you get that job. It's going to be better that relationship. It's always going to be better when, but it's all a lie. (laughs) It's simply not true because it puts us in this consciousness of lack and scarcity. And I'm not there yet. So if I'm not there yet, then the, the now isn't good enough. And I'm not good enough because I have to attain this external thing to be enough. And I've experienced that so much. Like I went through the whole pick a major, get a job buy the home. And it was just, there was, it was like, always felt like something was still missing. Yeah. That empty feeling like no matter what you do, there's always something that there's always like this, this emptiness there. Yeah, I felt that too. I totally get that. It's like, and materialistic things, even now, like you have to have certain things to survive, but there's so many things that are just like, I would say, I don't want to say meaningless, but there's there's so much neutrality involved now. Um, you know, with those things that we're told that we have to do or we have to have. I love that word neutrality. That's become one of my favorite, like harmony and neutrality are some of like my favorite frequencies right now, because (laughs) it's just like, it's such a beautiful place because when we have those charges to things and it's like, then it can suck us in. Yeah. (laughs) No. And so it's just this beautiful frequency of just, okay, like I'm here for this. Like it feels good. Like being able to just again, be in that essence of surrender and flow rather than force and busy and try and all the things. And it's a, again, it's a process. So it's like, we have to be gentle with ourselves during this because we're undoing thousands and thousands of years of conditioning and lies and imprints. Like, you know, we can get real esoteric on while this is a thing, but we're reversing like thousands of years of spell work and all the things. Yeah that have been, you know, embedded on this planet. Cause I refer to like what has been it's modern day slavery. It's a slave system. And so we're shifting out of that. And people are questioning more than ever because the, like the veils on the planet are, we were kind of talking about this earlier, but the veils on the planet are so thin. So we can't hide from the truth anymore. And that's so uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, I love the, I love the word you brought up esoteric because that's kind of where this podcast is probably going to end up going because just like with my youtube channel i talk about there's so many different things on my youtube channel from breaking down scripture from a mystical point of view to um various teachings to the mystical dreams and experiences that i've had and manifesting because it's all part of the journey like it's not just one thing and I'm finding that what I thought my channel was going to be, uh, what I thought my blog was going to be three years ago is so different now because now I'm resonating with guides and multidimensional beings and, you know, aliens and past lives. And, it, and yeah, it's really esoteric for a lot of people, but it's part of the journey. And I'm not going to shy away from the journey. Yes. Yeah, it's so beautiful how that works. I've had a very similar experience and I have literally been like re kind of refounding building my, my business again from the ground up because I had a massive shift and 
Um, do you mind if I tell a little story? Oh, because I was actually, I was actually going to ask you to kind of um, talk about that. Like you go back to that, your transition and what you, you're doing now. So absolutely talk about that. So when I left my career in law enforcement, I did a couple months at the family business, which that was, that was a little sidestep, but it had to happen. And then I ended up actually walking off the job. So family business. Yeah. The family business. It was like, oh man, it was just another way. I, there were some things there that I needed to experience in order to really rebuild with some family members. So it was, uh, it was good. It was good. But when I left, I, I quit, I quit on the spot. My home was in escrow because I was supposed to be moving. And I'm like sitting in my car. I'm like, oh man. Okay. God, like what's next? Because I just quit my career. Then I quit my job. And now I'm going to have no home in about 15 days. (laughs) So it was a very humbling experience, but I got the nudges to go all in on my business and to really just go for it. So I had kind of circling back to my experience of like, it'll all tie into like the, you know, the theme of authenticity we're speaking of and just really like how far we can go away from ourselves when we give our power away. So I had been working with this um, love and business coach and we actually ended up shifting into a business partnership. And I was finding that there were things that, um, cause everybody has different places that they're at in different ways that they do. Yeah. And all the things initially that I was to implement in my business, they made my soul cringe. Like, and that may be perfect for this person, but they were like, I could feel my body constrict when it was like certain posts and certain like marketing techniques and and specific like lead magnets and things. And I get the same way. Yes. And and it, it like, I was like, I can't do it. And so I didn't, I didn't do it. And I knew there was like in the background, this was maybe six months ago. I was like, gosh, there's just something off. And I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, I did, it wasn't even in my awareness that it was this partnership and that, that I, it was my way of even still kind of hiding a little bit. So I didn't realize this until um, this person actually kind of mentioned that, that it wasn't working for her in certain ways and that she wanted to shift some things. And so I felt an instant energy of relief I was like, Ooh, okay. And then I took about a week to process. I'm the type of person I love to process before I like speak on something or take action because I feel it's just for me, like I'm come, then I can like come from a place of not charged and react reaction. And I come from a place of, okay, this is my truth. And so I took about a week to process and I was like, oh my gosh, it's the partnership. Like, and again, it's in like a loving, humbling way. It's the partnership. That's like my business has been closed because I've been trying to, I've been, I've put this person, so to speak on like kind of this pedestal and I wasn't showing up in my authenticity. I wasn't doing things from my soul the way that I know how to do it. Like I knew before, but I didn't know, no, now I know. (laughs) So I released this relationship and it like immediately, like it just felt like this expansiveness. And now I like, didn't realize how I was like, even worried that because the way she did things and, and if I was going to show up in a different way, like almost like there was like this fear of like upsetting her getting in trouble or something, which this, I completely own that this is, was my experience, but it was a very interesting and humbling experience to acknowledge this and acknowledge that 
I'm actually not meant to do business in that way. And there are a lot of us, I feel, and probably those of you listening, because if you're listening to this type of podcast, I would um, guess that this might resonate. The things that we are actually integrating into our being and our um, experiences of this journey and our continued coming back to home and expansiveness and, and connection with this God source universe, what we're, what we're doing here, it's, it's new, right? On this planet. It may have been here anciently before a lot of this stuff happened, but we are not necessarily meant to do things the old way. And so if the old way isn't resonating, it's because we're here to usher in these new paradigms and templates through this beautiful expansiveness. And it's, it's new stuff. So that's why it's like, oh, well, I feel like I'm supposed to do it this way, but like nobody's doing it that way. And I'm, you know, all the rules of what we're told to do. Yeah. So for me, it's like, I'm not building a business in that, the old kind of 3D paradigm. I'm building a business in this expansive, like oneness, 5D consciousness. And it's a different frequency. And so when we're in it, it's all about alignment, authenticity, like your truth and just this like beautiful thing that gets to come through you. And it's not analytical. It's not linear. It's like this beautiful exchange with God, like even the quantum reality, like it's like, we can't really, we can't shove it into that box. And so it was a very interesting experience to even feel when I acknowledged that this was the thing. So a week before or it was maybe a week and a half, I had lost my taste and smell and it was all tied to this situation. My body was trying to get my attention. Once I made the conscious awareness and the connection within 30 minutes, the first piece of food I put in my mouth, my taste, my smell 100, 100% back, maybe 85% back, but it was back. Like I had not been able to taste for a, a, quite some time because my body was trying to get my attention. It was so fascinating. Yeah, that makes sense. And, you know, prior to getting on the call, what I was explaining about how I was feeling, um, like feeling a little ill, but I knew it was energy that I had to move through you. I kid you not. I don't feel any of it now. Like the head stuffiness, the runny nose, I don't feel any of it now. Um, because I had, and it wasn't too long before I, um, before we got on the call, um, we were talking that I came to the realization of what it was. So yeah, it happens when you like when you're in tune and you can recognize it. Um, the shift can happen really quickly. Absolutely, and it's just these acknowledgments and then the willingness to release that thing. Because when our yes is really a no, it causes so much discord in the body because like it's again, it's not authentic, it's not congruent. And even when our no is really a yes, it's like, no, we can, we can really, really feel into these spaces and these things, these inner knowings that are already there for us. It's such a beautiful thing to consciously be aware of these things because that was like almost, it was like almost a year process of, of this experience I had and I felt it at times, but I, again, I just didn't know exactly what it was. And I, there were other things going on in my life. And so I thought it were those things, but it really wasn't. So it's these sneaky little ways as well that we can give our power away, which causes us to step out of our own truth and our own alignment. Yeah. And that's what to me that is extremely important is being able to 
kind of, you have this discernment and to trust your own self first, and then you can ask for guidance and assistance. Like I have mentors that I, that I work with and, and, you know, people that I really feel that their work helps me continue to expand, but I'm not going to once you learn that it's not like putting them on a pedestal or there's like this energy of hierarchy and authority in the marketplace, like, I don't even know what that means, but it always made me cringe like an authority. Cause to me that indicates that someone's better than someone else. And I just don't, for me, I don't subscribe to that. I feel that's not where we're going. That's not where the shift is. It's not about that because when we do that, then we, even if it's like unconsciously, we don't even mean to do it. It's like, oh, well, they know what's better for me than I know what's better for me. And it's simply not true. And even like these type of conversations, I always say like, take what resonates and like get rid of the rest because I might see two things that you're like, oh yeah, I loved it. But then other things you're like, okay, I I can hear you, but like, that's not necessarily resonating for me. And it's so powerful for us to really tune into those deeper knowings because at the end of the day, even though it might feel like you don't, you do know what's best for you at, at that deep soul level. You always know. Yeah, exactly. And you know, as far as her, the systems and the hierarchies and stuff that um, are on this planet, they don't even exist in the um in the universe, in the multidimensional universe. So, you know, they give your angels, your angels, you know, God, it's all. So there, if you've listened to any, there are channelers out there talk about, Karnan talks about it. There's no hierarchy, even in higher dimensions. It's only here on the earth plane. And it, that, and it's not, it's just not natural. It's just a system. Yeah, I believe that 100%. <laughs> I think it's just, again, it's these mechanisms. And again, going back to, you know, the individuals, I'll say, I don't even know if that's like the proper word to use that are, have been in control of the planet mm-hmm. for thousands of years, like those systems and structures are crumbling right now. And so that's actually what we're seeing. Yeah. Kind of like that collective dark night of the soul. And then we have the internal dark nights of the soul because anything that's triggering us on the outside, anything that is feeling triggering to us on the inside because of what's going on on the outside, that's for me an indication of always something that I'm going to take a look at. Yeah. Feel into because if it's coming up inside of my body, it's either, okay, like I'm human, right? We have, we have human emotions. So it may be something that's going on. I'm going to allow that to process, or it may be like a deeper pattern. It may be something from childhood. It may be something to take a little bit of a deeper look at because it's all again, with kind of going back to the fact that the veil is so thin. And what I mean by that is the amount of light that has come onto this planet because of the beings that have been really called and guided to step into this soul alignment, this authenticity and to release the density. Mm-hmm. It's really creating the situation to where those that are not acknowledging their, their stuff and these things that are coming up inside, they're like in a pressure cooker and it's really, really rough. And I've seen it. Like I see it all the time. Uh-huh. It's not, it's not, the stuff is not, true. And so it's causing this 
increase in the discord because we have the opportunity to do this and the foundations have been laid by the people who have done. I mean, I feel like I wasn't even part of like kind of the first wave. Right. And, and again, we like to label things as humans, but people have been doing this work for a while, laying kind of the groundwork and then more people are waking up and then more people are waking up. And it's like, this stuff is more readily available. And I do believe it's very accelerated right now. Yeah. I don't know about you, but like, there have been a couple of times where I'm like, Oh man, it's hasn't even been like a day. And here, here's another, like, okay, let's, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. The energy for me over, um, there were a couple of times over probably the past couple of months, I literally slept the entire day. And I used to never do that because I was always like, go, 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 go. Or even with my schedule now, if my, like the energies, it's so weird because sometimes I'll feel really exhausted and sometimes I feel like just complete peace. Um, There were times like last night, I could actually feel like my, like I was actually kind of vibrating a little bit in meditation. So there's like this fluctuation and, you know, and the energy is coming in right now. But you have to be forgiving with yourself and just kind of like if you can get into the flow and just realize what's happening and go with it and and not fight it. It's going to make things a lot easier, just like any feelings, any thoughts and feelings come in that you have to deal with. If you just observe it and deal with it, right, instead of trying to fight it, it's going to make the process so much easier. Absolutely. One thing I found that kind of more towards like the beginning of when I was really learning like how this stuff works and actually how easy it is, even though sometimes painful to really move through some of this stuff is that the ego and the unconscious, like it's almost for some of us, the acknowledgement to like, just let go rather than actually moving through the healing yeah. of the emotion. It's like that resistance to even going there that is sometimes harder for people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we have a few more minutes left because my episodes are usually sometimes are really short and sometimes are a little bit longer. Um, but we're coming up on an hour now. So would you like to talk about your business and what you do? Yeah, of course. So the ways in which I work with people, I do one-on-one stuff. I do hold space in a one-on-one type capacity. And it really, I I don't prep for these. So I never know what's going to show up. (laughs) It's all around meeting people where they're at. Everybody's at a different place in their journey. So it's, I have a variety of different certifications and techniques I use, which I'm actually kind of learning that for me, like certifications and all that stuff doesn't really mean a whole lot to me. So it's all coming through me. But the thing is, is with the healing, it's, any healing session I do with a person, the healing is coming from their higher self and their own source connection. And we're working at a space of activating your own inner healer and whatever you need in that moment. And just allowing whatever wants to show up for your highest and greatest good. And then, you know, if something's coming through where, you know, I feel things very deeply in my body. And so I'll, if there's like a blockage, sometimes I'll feel that in my body. And again, it's really just, holding space for wherever the person is at in their journey and helping release some of this stuff and getting this information on what's showing up for them as far as, you know, 
maybe what I'm seeing and if that resonates or what they're feeling. And so working with different, um, parts, because we really want one mono personality, one part, like the higher self, that embodied essence, rather than we have all these other little parts that join the party. So it can be working with the inner child or, you know, what, again, it could be the victim, like all these different things that might arise that cause this resistance. So that's a condensed version. And when we are connecting to like, I don't, I just connect straight to source And I know some other people work with angels and all that, which is amazing for me. I just connect straight to source and just allow whatever is meant to come through. And we set sacred space and all that good stuff. So I do, yeah, the one-on-one stuff. And then I also have a group. And so in the group, I show up every week and there's either a yoga class, a yin yoga class. So I infuse the energy work into a yoga practice And then sometimes I do breath work meditation. This coming up at the end of February, I'm doing a gene keys where we're going to do like an initial gene keys call because so many people have been reaching out how to get started with the gene keys. So that one's actually a free workshop I'm doing. It's going to be an interactive workshop. So those are some of the kind of fun things I do in the community because I feel more than ever community is so important and it's nice to have that community kind of energy to share in those sorts of things. So I just opened that community up a little less than a month ago. Oh, nice. Okay. And I did look up the, I did look up the gene teas. I did look that up. Yeah. Yeah. I looked that up. All right. So yeah. Hanging in your system when you hear the gene keys, it might be something to check out. (laughs) Okay. All right. So um, is there anything else that you want to add or talk about before we get off? I'll just close it up with just reinforcing, like, you know, what's best for you. And it's just part of this journey is, is using that discernment once again. And really it's just a journey home back to yourself and really, so you can just embody your innate essence and what you came here to do. And just, uh, if you, if, if you are finding yourself wanting to say no to something or let things fall away, it's, it's okay. It's perfect. And it actually really does lighten the load. It feels yeah. more expansive. Yeah. And so it's just, yes, you, you, you know, what's best for you. So. Exactly. I always say that too. And I was telling my daughter yesterday, I'm like, there, there's truth in every truth. What's true for you is true for you. What's true for me is true for me, you know, and everybody, and we really only truly know something by our own experiences is the way I view it. Yeah. Um, so somebody can understand something, but until they've really experienced it, they may not truly know. So you have to just take whatever resonates with you. So, all right, well, I'm going to, um, put your info, put a link to, um, your information, your, uh, how to get a hold of you, stuff like that. Um, in the description box for the podcast. And when this goes on YouTube, there'll be a link. Uh, to get in contact with you if anybody needs your services. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Love the oh, Thank you. This was so exciting for me to actually have a conversation. It was, I know it probably sounds silly and I feel kind of like, like a giddy little kid right now. It's so like, it's so nice to actually have, even though one, I mean, we're still face to face, but it's virtually, but it's still nice to have this conversation, connect with somebody 
who understands what's going on and using certain uh, certain verbiage and stuff and then not seeming like it's like way out there. So that's really, it's really nice for me um, to be, to have had this conversation with you. And hopefully you'll, in the future, maybe we can do another episode together. Yeah, I would love that. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's been All right. Cool. Thank you. All right. Until next time. All right. Bye. Yeah.